Welcome to the Rural Raised Leaders Podcast. You might have asked yourself, how do I use my gifts and passions to create a more freedom-driven life? Is it really possible to find success with both my business and my family? And how can I unleash the leader that I know lives within me? If you're obsessed with going after big things, but you still want to enjoy the little moments in life along the way, this podcast is for you. We are Rural Raised Leaders, and we're here to show you that, yes, you can be a small town girl making big time moves. In this podcast, we will be dishing out all the good stuff on how to start creating that life you crave and interviewing top industry leaders who are turning their passions into profits with their family in tow. Whether you're tuning in from a dirt road, a cozy front porch, or the wide open highway, we're so glad you're here with us. What's up, you guys? We were so inspired by our last podcast episode with Ashley Alderson that we decided to take some time today to maybe dig a little deeper on the topic of being a CEO versus an entrepreneur and what it takes to shift your mindset and your activities to make the most of your time, not just in your business, but with your family. And we are, I know Shayla and I both had a, just a huge aha moment when that topic came up. So we really wanted to dig into that. And, um, you know, in order to be a CEO instead of an entrepreneur, you have to put boundaries on your time. And I know this has been a little bit of a struggle for me. And and I'm sure, Shayla, you could talk on this some too. Um, But that is really the huge difference between becoming a CEO and an entrepreneur. And I never really thought about it. Really? Shayla, did you? I don't know. You know, I've always known, like, I have personally needed boundaries, right? Because I know I'm not the kind of person who can juggle five different things and be happy about it. Like, I can, I tend to get really stressed in those moments. So I've always known, like, boundaries are important. But I think for me, the mindset of thinking of myself as a CEO instead of an entrepreneur was something I never really thought of. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm a leader. I know I lead an organization, like there's a lot of things. I I know I'm a leader, but I still was a leader that identified as an entrepreneur. And, and you know what I mean? Instead of a leader that identified as a CEO. Um, And so like throughout this episode, we're going to hone in on just some of those simple shifts that we connected as to, hey, we've been doing those things. Let's start thinking of ourselves as a CEO and with that top leader energy that, that we have um, in order to kind of continue to step into that next level. Because you know what I mean? It's not a big deal that I was thinking of myself as an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs are awesome, but it's going to get me to that next level by thinking of myself as a CEO and being even more intentional with the things I need to be intentional with. Yeah. And I think like, so if we think about what an entrepreneur looks like, entrepreneurs, you know, they want to figure everything out for themselves and kind of, you know, DIY their way through things. We want to check things off our list. I'm a, I'm a list maker um, and, and really like complete the task. That's what fires us up. Work has kind of becomes who we are and we are you know kind of living the messy just doing all the things but we don't have those boundaries and those priorities may be set in the right place 
Yeah, something that like when we were talking about this, the visual that I had was a CEO of like a major corporation, right? And I envision him as like a 50 year old man with a suit, you know, he's like a big deal. He's a CEO and he comes home and if he's a family man and he, he loves his family and all of that stuff, he's going to probably leave his phone in his office. He probably has a home office, right? But his phone is in there and he is not constantly checking his email. He is not constantly checking his phone um, to see who needs him because he has that boundary set. If people need him, they know they have to make appointments or they know he's going to get back to them in the morning because at night, that is his family time. And he has set those boundaries and those priorities in place. He's not, you know, the, the whole beck and call, he is not at anybody's beck and call. He is the CEO. And an entrepreneur, maybe somebody who's more in that stage, they're going to come home. They might also have a home office. And what they do is they keep their phone with them. And they're checking their phone during supper or they're, oh, one, one second, Tommy, I'm going to, you know, I got to go outside and take this call real quick. They are kind of at everybody else's beck and call. And um, that to me is a really great visual of how I want to operate. I, I don't know about you, but I want to be the CEO. That is like when I'm with my family, I'm with my family. And when I'm working, I'm working. And my family knows my priorities and my business people, uh, my work people, like they also know. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, th- I think that that is why this topic hit me so hard and was like kind of like one of those punch in the gut, like, oh my gosh, I'm showing up like an entrepreneur, you know, I'm like thinking of all those things because I'll be honest, I've said like, hold on, hold on, I'll be right back. I just got to finish this one more thing or, you know, my phone dings because, you know, I don't have the notifications turn off because don't want to miss the sale or the conversation or whatever. So that this just this whole conversation has you know, I'm not necessarily operating at full CEO yet, but knowing what I know now and, and knowing that that is sort of the vision and what I'm working towards as I'm going through my day and and setting my priorities and all these things, like that's top of mind. Like now I think about that and like, okay, is Lindsay, are you being an entrepreneur or a CEO? Because I think, you know, in order for us to have a sustainable business, we have to make that transition from entrepreneur to CEO because the CEO values their time. They have systems and processes in place to make them more efficient. They set firm boundaries, you know, around not just their business, but their personal lives. And I, I just, I wish that I would have known that before, because I think that having that in my mind would have made it made a big difference, but I'm glad I know now because yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, no time like the present. Yeah. And I think honestly, something that has helped me so much in this area is that I can't juggle both very well. Like I get very anxious. I get very stressed and I have a four-year-old Leroy and a nine-month-old Wacy. And there have been times like before Wacy was even born where I was trying to do both right? I was trying to be on my phone and be with Leroy and do both because I thought, okay, like I have a at-home business. Like this is, this is what it's supposed to look like. I'm, I'm, you know, doing both. And there's some people out there, like they boast about that. Oh, I'm, you know, doing my work and with my kid at the same time. 
well, that didn't work for me. I was like, this is not fun. And I am not, when I'm with my son, I'm thinking about work. And when I'm working and I'm with my son, I'm not, I'm not in either place. And that drove me crazy. And I felt like I was half-assing it, you know, to be honest in both areas. And so realizing that about myself, realizing I don't like to operate that way. This is stress, stressing me out has allowed me, I think, to step into the CEO mindset and like setting those boundaries um, more. Cause I would say I've been doing that for the last two years, um, really trying to hone that in. And whether that looks like sending Leroy to daycare and now Wacy is starting to go a couple days a week um, or asking my mother-in-law for some help or communicating with my husband a lot more about what I actually need. Cause in the past, there were so many times where he, you know, he saw my business is just super flexible and it's okay. You can push that off or you can push this off. And it just drove me crazy. So communicating with him, what I need and what my expectations are and all of that stuff that has also really helped. And it's the saying that I like to think of is you need to say yes to the right things and say no to the wrong things. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to back you up just a second there, because I, I know that you have actually made a special day mm-hmm. just for Leroy to help mm-hmm. with that. So, so he knows that he, you know, mom has to work mm-hmm. at, you know, these days, but knowing that he's got getting, you know, gets to look forward to his own day with his mom, like that has to be a huge help. And that's something that I, I'm hoping to, once school gets back in session, I'll be honest, it's kind of a shit show around here right now because I have one day, maybe a week without kids, but once school gets back in session and I have Mondays where they don't have school, Mm -hmm. I want to start doing that too, but I don't know how that's changed things for you. Oh, well, and I honestly am learning so much about Leroy and that like quality time for him is huge. Like that is like how he feels loved, right? And I realized that I was spending a lot of time working. And even on the weekends, if we were home, like I was spending it cleaning or, you know, making baby food or like, I was like, kind of had like responsibilities and I was trying to get caught up on stuff on the weekends. And I still wasn't taking Leroy to the park or we weren't doing fun things. And I'm not really one to like, want to play on the floor for 20 minutes, you know, like that's, that's like really hard for me sometimes. So I'm like, okay, he's growing up. He's four, right? He's going to be going to preschool soon. And gosh, I want to maximize this time. I'm not a stay, I'm not just a stay at home mom, but I also have flexibility and freedom with what it is that I do. So I want to make the most of it, the best of it. And so, yeah, I picked Thursdays to be Leroy and Wacy day. And there's been some days I've taken Wacy to my mom's and it's just been me and Leroy. And it's been a huge blessing. And I've actually seen a difference in his, um, like attitude and his demeanor and like his maturity, like so many things are changing with, with just doing that, because I think he feels more loved and I'm feeling more fulfilled in that role as mom. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Hey, I'm taking advantage of this time that I do have. Um, but I had to set a priority, like, or I had to set a boundary around it. Cause if I was just, Oh, Saturday, we'll do that. Or Sunday, we'll do that it never happened because I was doing bills or I was cleaning the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I think if you're trying to like 
squeeze in a spot that for me, that was always like the one thing that just kept getting pushed off. And then you feel like a failure as a parent at the end of the day. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, obviously setting the boundaries takes a little bit of practice and just takes you intentionally like thinking about that, you know, all the time. And, and even, I mean, you got to give yourself a little grace for, I know for me right now, like I said, we're everybody's home Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're still rodeoing on top of that. So my time, I feel like is like, I have to squeeze any ounce of work where I can, because they are very needy at this, at this stage. And, and just with being home all the time, and we don't have that separation except for the one day of the week, but just knowing that, okay, this is the season we're making, you know, we do swimming lessons and things on Mondays and we're kind of spacing it out, but I can't wait until school starts in, you know, just a few weeks, but who's counting because all four of my kids are going to be in school. And I, I, I'm not that I wish away that time, but I feel like that's going to allow me like they'll go and do their thing and learn and have fun. I can do mine. And then on Mondays and on the weekends, I don't have to still try to cram yeah. things in. So I'm really looking forward to getting back on that schedule. Well, and it was, it was honestly just as much for me too. Cause I was entering like a burnout season also where I was like, okay, I was showing up as an entrepreneur, you know? And I was like, I am constantly on my phone. I am at everybody else's beck and call. I am constantly waiting for messages and I still have so many things on my to-do list. And so I was entering this burnout season again. I've been there. So I knew how it felt. So I was able to recognize it and be like, Hey, what, what can I do to make sure like I'm setting those boundaries? And that's when I decided, Hey, let's do a Leroy day on Thursdays, which was actually an idea I got from another women that I follow on Facebook. And, she, and even when her kids were in school, like when they, when she picked them up from school, they, they did things after. And, you know, Leah and I, we've gone to the science center and we've, we're going to go to the zoo this week, we, which we haven't done this summer, but next year, if we go rodeo with dad, which is hopefully the plan because we see we'll be older, it's going to look different. And maybe that day is going to have to happen on a Monday or Tuesday when we're not at rodeos because Thursday's obviously going to be rodeo days. So it's, it's all, you know, flexible and there's seasons and things like that. You're in a totally different season than I am. And so it's going to look different, but it's super cool. And I think Lindsay, that's why me and you are so passionate about what it is that we do. Um, and being a CEO, because we get to choose, you know, and we have the flexibility and the freedom to do that. And I think if you're listening to this, you know, episode, maybe that's what you desire too. And, and in order to get there, it's showing up as that CEO and just growing every single day. Yeah. And I think we, we kind of touched on this for a second, but you talked about top leader energy, and this is something that we talk about a lot just in our own businesses and, and with our, our greater team in the organization that we're involved in. And, and that's just kind of keeping that energy and, you know, all these things about being a CEO top of mind. So as you're thinking about things, you know, what, what you're planning in your day, or, you know, if you should answer the message, you've got to say to yourself, like, okay, would top leader Lindsay operate in this way? What is, you know, is this top leader Shayla showing up? So I think just having those reminders and, and just kind of, again, this is going to be a process and and we're both still a work in process here or progress, but um, knowing this now, I think will help you in the future. 
Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things, um, saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong things. I mean, it has to do with everything. Like it does have to do with work-related stuff, but it has to do with like your health. Like what are you fueling your body with in order to show up as a CEO? Because I saw, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. I saw a reel the other day and she was on her horse and she fell off. And the caption was, um, when you've had like three Red Bulls and six Tootsie Rolls all day. Like that's all she's ate all day, right? So she fell off of a horse and she was just so exhausted. And I'm like, well, yeah, like that's not healthy for you. So you're you're not gonna be able to have energy for anything. And so if you are a CEO, like you gotta fuel your body with the right types of things and drink your water and, you know, supplement and watch your nutrition, drink, you know, eat your protein. Like all of those things really matter. And that's something that I've grown a lot in. I would say the last year for sure. And then how are you honoring your family, right? How are you honoring your mindset? What are the thoughts that you're thinking? I mean, that is, these are things that I think a lot of people just take for granted. If they have a, a, a negative mindset in the morning or they let things come at them that are really negative, it can pull you down, you know, and it can be like the world is ending or my business is ending or whatever. No, it's not, you know, watch, you know, your mindset and honor your mindset. And those are all, I feel like pieces of developing into the CEO that you want to be. Yeah. And and this is maybe a little off topic from saying yes to the right things, but I I just think this is funny that now, I don't know if if you've noticed this, but um, it's like all the shirts and all the coffee cups and all the little funny sayings, it's like coffee and chaos, or it's like, you got to have the wine, you know, that's how people are addressing their stress and they're like white knuckling through the day through having, you know, 14 Red Bulls and three cups of coffee and seven Tootsie Rolls, like definitely thinking about that. And and even for me, part of that saying, no, I've been recently really trying my very best to get enough sleep at night, which seems like the silliest thing on earth. Like, duh. Yeah. You need sleep at night. So saying no to keeping Netflix on all night, like has been huge for me and saying no to, you know, staying up way later than I shouldn't scrolling on social media. Like I'm shutting the TV off or going to bed and I'm getting my seven to eight hours of sleep. So yeah. Yeah. And and Lindsay and I have actually both read a book called Atomic Habits, which we are like inserting a book recommendation for you right now. If this is a, you know, season that you might be in where you're like, I've got to establish some better boundaries, some better habits and routines and things like that. Um, Because this book like really has helped me with identifying a habit that I want to create and anchoring it to something else. Um, But it's no judgment. Like if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh my gosh, like I've already had three Red Bulls today. And I feel terrible about myself. Listen, like I used to have two cups of coffee and probably three Dr. Peppers every day. I was literally known for my Dr. Pepper addiction. I'm not even kidding. People like would tag me in things on Facebook, Dr. Pepper related. And Cody is still a huge Dr. Pepper, you know, fan. I haven't been able to get him to kick that habit. But for me, I have, like I've kicked that habit and I now am, you know, taking natural supplements and I drink water and I feel 10 million times better. And so it's one of those things that, you know, wherever you're starting, 
you can always get to the next level if you want. You know, we're not saying you have to, but for your own, you know, energy and the success of your business. I know that the way that I treat my body is a huge reason why I show up so strongly in my business and why we have energy for this podcast and I have energy for my family. I mean, that's being a CEO to me is, is being my very best version as a working mom. And then also as that mom, um, when I'm with my kids and it's just, it makes a difference. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think saying, obviously that that's the, probably the, the biggest impact area that you can have is making sure you're saying yes to your health and your wellness. But the other area that I know has been really um, important for me is by saying no to all the commitments. And we've talked about this before and, and we, in, you know, there's sort of like that identity attached with, you know, you wanting to be needed and wanting to be helpful and always being the person that's sort of known for getting all the things done and, and the jack of all trades and multitasking queen, like that used to be the thing, like the hustle, that whole culture. And now I feel like in that, in the last couple of years, like this whole saying yes to the right things and no to the things that no longer serve you has been more and more like pushed into, especially not just life, but in business. But um, I know for me, I have been like the person that people call, you know, my husband, he, I work from home and he thinks that means like, I'm just readily available at all times. And I was before. And, and I yeah. have always had a hard time saying no to people. Cause I know that that usually when people called, like if they ask me that they, they do need help, mm -hmm. but I had to kind of, I mean, I still say yes to some things that I know that I need to help with, but now I find myself being like, you know, I would love to, can we do this this time instead? And just really being cognizant of my time, because again, right now, especially mm -hmm. Tuesdays are my day. So don't ask yeah. me on Tuesday because I have things to do that are important that are important for me to showing up like a CEO. So being able to, you know, say no to some of those things and sort of let go of that identity of being the jack of all trades and knowing that like I can let go of some of these things and now it can be really good yeah. at these few things that has just really sort of transformed my, I don't know, mindset around being a CEO versus an entrepreneur. Well, yeah. And like you guys live, you know, on a ranch, like you guys have things that come up and like, it's very normal. And if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are in that season too, whether you live on a farm or a ranch or whatever, like things happen and, and you got to be available. And we are actually going to be moving to the farm in the next few months, which is super exciting. It's a dream come true. I cannot wait, but I'm like, Oh gosh, like there, it is actually probably going to be way, way harder. Cause my husband's going to be right there and he'll be like, Hey, can you come help me rope? Hey, do you want to come up to the shop and hang out? Hey, do you want to, and I'm going to be like, of course I want to do those things, but like, no, I have to, you know, I have to get my work done. And it's just like, if you have kids, you know, whether it's being like the volunteer for all of your kids' stuff, like you don't have to, you know, you can absolutely say no and explain to your kids like, Hey, I'm going to say no to this so that we can say yes to this and have more family time on the weekends because mommy is getting her work done. 
at this time or whatever it is. So those are just things to, to really think about when you're saying yes to the right things and no to the wrong things and being present. I think at the end of the day, Lindsay, like being a CEO is being present in, in the situation that you're in. You're not trying to juggle all of the things because again, that's just is stressful. It's just stressful. Yeah. And, and I think, um, this next topic is really going to help create time because mm-hmm. we want to spend time. I want to go ride around and do things with Luke. I want to go help him catch mm-hmm. cows. Like I, I enjoy that stuff. So mm-hmm. saying no to that, that's part of what's part of the, the issue for me. Cause I was like, but I really want to do that. Yeah. Even though I have these things to do. And sometimes I would let that, I'll be like, well, I'm just going to go and I'll do that later, which it didn't happen. But I think creating the systems and the processes in, in setting those boundaries is going to be what makes those things more possible and, and make you more available. So then when you have those conversations with your husband or whoever that is calling you wanting to come help them real check house, you can say, you know, at, from this time to this time, I am doing my work, but yeah. you know, after five o'clock, I'm all yours. So let's exactly. go do the things. So I think by setting, you know, those boundaries again, but by putting the systems and processes in place, so you can really like completely use the most of yeah. your time when you're using it. Then when you have the free time, you're, you're done thinking about it because you've already done all the activities now that you, now you have time to focus on your people and, and actually- have the presence. Yeah. And Ashley actually said that in the episode. And if you haven't watched episode number, I think it was seven, seven. go back and watch seven. Cause she, she talked about when we're working, like we are doing CEO level work and it is like, we are busting it out and, and it's very beneficial. Um, and so when you can be really intentional with your work and this takes practice, I mean, we all have this squirrel brain sometimes and we all are like, oh my gosh, I have a moment of quiet. I would love to just sit here or I'd love to go on a walk or I'd love, you know, there's so many things you could be doing. Sometimes when I have silence, it's like, I could literally be doing five things right now, or I have laundry or I have cleaning or I, and it's deciding again, like you said, Lindsay, I hope we're not repeating ourselves, but it's like, this is the 30 minutes to an hour that I have for work. You are working and you're not getting distracted by all of these other things. And, you know, I feel like also owning your business, like owning what you are doing, that is your passion and hopefully your purpose. And so when you maybe live on a farm, like we do, I can tell my husband, Hey, I, I want to help you. Like I legit want to help him rope every day. Like that is my end goal is to create a lifestyle where I can get my work done in the mornings, a few hours. And then I have the rest of the day where I can literally help him rope, pick my kids up from school, have family time. Like that is my dream. And so in order to get that, he has to respect my time and we, we communicate, you know, like communication is so huge, um, with your spouse when you're doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think that creating those systems too, again, like you you have this goal and I think, you know, a lot of times we get so caught up in the goal, we forget about creating those processes and systems that are going to actually make that happen. So I think you create the systems, that's what's going to make those goals come to life. And, and the goals are a, a, a definitely a great way to set that vision. And you got to have like an end in sight and mm-hmm. to know what you're working for. 
but to actually achieve those goals, you need to focus on those systems and those, you know, those systems are going to be what support your goals. So I know we talk about this a lot, like focusing on the activity, not the outcome. So if you have the right processes and things in your day that you know are going to be, you know, income producing activities or things that are top priority that are going to move the needle on whatever your business is. And you know, if you do those every day, or maybe it's checking in on your customers, whatever, whatever those things are that are going to make your business grow. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you do all those, do those specific things in your day, that the goal is going to come naturally. Oh yeah. And then you don't have to worry so much. Cause I think a lot of us, we, we tend to do that when we're operating as an entrepreneur is we're just almost in that desperate feeling like we're desperate for results. And it's like, if we're not seeing it right away, it's like, oh my God, something's wrong. And it's not, you know, you, you get your stuff done, you know, what your systems and processes are. And if you're like somewhere in the middle, wherever you're at in your business, if you're like, Okay, Shayla and Lindsay, like systems, processes, like I might need some help in this area, identifying what those are for me, like send us an email, you know, at ruralraiseleaders um, at gmail.com. And we would love, you know, to just brainstorm with you if that's something that you need. Um, but for us, it's really focusing on the um, activity over the outcome. And when we do that, we can just trust that everything's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And have that strong mindset of a CEO um, and never, you know, not never worry. Cause obviously we're going to worry <laughs> sometimes can't, can't like uh, sugarcoat that, but it's helped. It's helped me a lot. And I know same with you, Lindsay. Yeah. And, and this, this one has been a big one for me. And I feel like I say that after everything, this has been big for me. They've <laughs> all been big for me because it, each of these things are so important, but this one specifically, like for me, like the system, when I think about systems in my business, those seem more like cut and dry. Like I need to do this, this, and this, and this will happen. It's for me, it's been the systems in my home. And Mm -hmm. that's what I've had a little bit harder time. But I think that's because it doesn't just depend on me. I got to wrestle with these small little people that, you know, have other plans. And especially like even something so simple as a bedtime routine and getting them into bed at a certain time. So, because that all trickles down, because if they're, if they're staying up late, then I'm staying up late, not getting my sleep. And then I'm tired the next day. So just, I think that again, has been the biggest thing for me, but it's something that I, especially with school, we're, we're a little more flexible right now because I'm always like, it's really hard to set a bedtime when this weekend you have to go to bed at nine o'clock. But next weekend and the next three weekends, we have rodeo and they don't start till eight o'clock at night. So that's been a little struggle for me. But um, I think just focusing not only on your business systems, but your systems in your personal life, that will really be helpful. And that Atomic Habits book has been amazing for me in, in this area as well. Yeah, totally, totally agree. So yeah. I mean, if you got value from this and you are loving this, we just really want to encourage you to set some boundaries and set some priorities and really lean into your own top leader energy and your own like CEO mentality. Cause like, that's what you are. It doesn't matter what stage of your business you are at, whether you're in the very beginning or you're like got a six figure business, like you are the CEO and you get to choose 
what your boundaries are and how you honor yourself and your family and all of that. So, you know, whether it's journaling this and asking yourself questions and, um, you know, doing the, what would I call it? Slowing down to speed up a little bit, slowing down a little bit to figure these things out is going to help you so much in the long run and just be present. Like I'm all about being present with where you're at so you can have joy and peace and fulfillment with everything that you are doing. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Rural Raised Leaders. For more value, sign up for our weekly email on ruralraisedleaders.com. Follow us on Instagram at ruralraisedleaders. And don't forget to keep it rural.